You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. In the name of Jesus, amen. So we're Lutheran. Well, what does that mean to be Lutheran? I mean, I mean, really, what, what, do, do we think about this? What, what does it mean to be Lutheran? Because are, are, we, are we drawing close to being lumped in as, as a cult? Have, uh, is it possible that we have made Luther an idol and we're chasing him and not Christ? Because aren't we supposed to be Christians? We worship Christ, follow Christ. Not Luther. So, so is this true? I mean, there are people, I have heard people say that we have propped Luther up as an idol. So we should consider this. Is this true? Are we following a sinful man? Well, I'm here to tell you we are not following a sinful man. We are not chasing an idol, and we're nowhere even close to being lumped in as a cult. We have taken the name Lutherans not because of Luther himself, but because of his teaching. Because Luther's teaching pulled a blanket off of a bright, bright shining lamp. Luther didn't want to destroy the church. That was never his plan. He loved the church, and he didn't want to do any harm to it. But Luther stumbled and come across the unrestrained glory of the gospel. And so, when Luther came across this, this light was so important, and it was so beautiful, that Luther wanted all to be able to see it clearly. So you can actually be proud be proud to call yourselves Lutheran. But wait a minute. Now, pride. Oh no, isn't that kind of dangerous to say? Especially in, in today's times. Because pride, or to say you're right, or you know something, the world will see this, can see this as arrogance, or being very judgmental. But, but pride, founded in Christ is neither of these. Actually, to be proud of Christ is what we call a humble confidence. Because pride becomes arrogance when people are proud of their own works. To be proud of Christ and what He has done is actually what God wants. St. Paul tells you in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, You are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption, so that, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. So here Paul tells us that we should be proud of the work of Christ and not be ashamed of it at all. And then Jesus actually goes in to tell in the, in the text today that pride's not necessarily a bad thing. It's actually not a bad thing. Because when Jesus mentions John the Baptist, 
He doesn't say that he was mistaken or too harsh or he, he handled it wrong. No, he actually includes John's confession with the kingdom of heaven. John prepared the way for the kingdom of heaven in Christ. John was proud of what Christ has done, was here to do. Luther had these same convictions. And when, when Luther was led to the true gospel, he couldn't turn away from it. He could not deny it. In, in Kittleson's biography that I read at seminary, he explains that Luther actually questioned himself when he came across this gospel. He had the same doubts. He questioned himself, am I being proud? Am I being arrogant to think that I understand this more correctly than the rest of the church? So Luther struggled with this and questioned it himself. But his search to find the answers in the scriptures and the more attacks he received led to his conviction that his pride was well-founded. So he became certain that he was right and he shouldn't be moved. You can see this same kind of doubt in John because prior to the text this morning, John sends a disciple to Jesus to ask if he's the one coming or if they should look for another one. So you can see that this kind of questioning is always going on. So, Satan loves to cause doubt in the saints. He's the great deceiver. He loves to take what is good and make it seem bad. So, so you should expect this. When the brighter a gospel light shines, the harder he's going to try to cover it up. He's going to take your pride and your boasting and your confidence and your faith. He's going to try to attack these things. He's going to try to get you to doubt this stuff. Because when light shines in the darkness, it's hard to hide. So Satan wants to restrain the light shining in the darkness. He wants to throw a blanket over that light. Do anything he can, even just to dim it. So that way it's easier for him to hide and deceive and to cause doubt. Pride in Christ is actually a great thing. It is very good. Satan in the world will tell you that this is arrogance. But don't believe it. When, when they say it's arrogant to have the pure gospel, as John and as Luther did, don't buy it. Because all it is is an attempt to cover up the light. So what is this light? This light is Jesus Christ and his death on the cross. This is the light that is attacked. This is what it means when Jesus says to you, from the days of John the Baptist until now, 
The kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. Satan does not want you to believe that Jesus has done everything. He will use violence, he will use persecution, doubt, anything he can do to try and stop the kingdom of God. He even uses the things of this world, those, those who aren't a part of the kingdom. Because those who aren't a part of the kingdom, whether it be Satan, unbelievers, the world, they hate those that are in the kingdom. But it's, it's a strange thing, because even though they oppose this gospel and they hate this light, they're like moths drawn to a flame. They can't stay away. And the brighter the light, the more drawn they are. And the harder they're going to try to put out that light. It's, it's, it's kind of funny because Satan even thought when Christ had died, he had won. He actually thought that killing the Son of God would silence all this business. Verse 13 tells us that we can be proud as the prophets were, as John, as Luther. These great people were attacked for the message and for their pride in this message. So we Lutherans, we're we're truly blessed with the pure, uncovered gospel, unrestrained gospel that they they preached and teach, taught. Why would we be any different? Why would we be any different than they were? Because Christ and Him crucified is what Satan and this world hate. So we won't be excluded from such attacks if we have this teaching. The Reformation is not a one-time event that happened in the past. This is not a thing of the past. It is a current issue that we would do well to keep in mind. The doctrine of Christ dying for you and your sins is under assault. And we have to defend it as Luther did. If we lose pride in this doctrine, if we lose pride in this, then we are letting Satan reform the gospel. The Reformation was initially started in the garden and Luther really uncovered it for us and is still being fought today. You are fighting the Reformation. It has not ended. Luther shed light on it and we fight to keep it so that Christ can receive His glory and so that sinners will be saved. So when we are attacked, as they were, we can be proud of the doctrine of Christ, which is clearly taught here. Jesus says, and if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Here Jesus tells you that the ones with faith will see John as Elijah meaning that he has ushered in the kingdom of God. This is a fulfillment of Malachi chapter 4. By faith, 
people know that Jesus has brought the kingdom of heaven to us. And this is a huge deal because to understand this is great comfort and confidence. This is, this is like a gold nugget that we have that the enemy doesn't want us to have. He will do all he can to take this little prize away. Dr. Kleinig recently said that our goal is to comfort consciences. Christ saving us from our sin, from death, and from the power of the devil is the most comforting news that a conscience could ever hear. So Satan will do all that he can to make us think we are wrong. He will say that your pride, your confidence, is not good. He'll say it's arrogance. But don't listen. Because Christ bringing this kingdom to us means everything is done. Nothing else is necessary for salvation. We can have complete assurance that we are saved. We have nothing else, absolutely nothing else we can do for salvation. It is completely done by Christ. Now, this is a doctrine in which we should have pride. Not, not because we have done some great thing or because we have found this doctrine, but because Christ has given it to us and that He has done all that is necessary. Now, when you think about this, think of our military. We're, we're proud of our military for the sacrifices they make. We can say that confidently, that we are proud. And when we say that, that's not seen as arrogance. So, so why would this be? Why would the perfect sacrifice the Lord has made, bringing heaven to us, why would we see that as arrogance? It is a fact. It is a reality that has taken place in the life and death of Jesus. So we can understand and have confidence in this. And if we do, then this is actually true wisdom. This is a wisdom that comes from God. This is not our own wisdom. When, when the truth and the light shine so bright, it is hard for Satan to hide and destroy faith. He lurks around in the darkness of doubt and uncertainty. So if you have the bright, pure light of the gospel, it makes it almost impossible for him to hide. So all he, all he can do is try to get you to cover up that light. He will tell you you're wrong. You Lutherans can't be the only ones that understand this. You're being pompous and arrogant and hateful to think that you do. Don't listen to him. Don't listen. Listen to the word of God. Listen to preaching and teaching of the gospel. Take this with you every day. Keep this in mind every day. Satan doesn't need sleep. He doesn't take a break. He's after you and your precious doctrine. Don't be swayed by it. Your Savior loves you 
And He died for your sins. He died for all of your sins. It is done. It is finished. You have nothing to do but live in this reality. Live in this fact. And then then God, He gives you His Spirit to keep you. This is why the Scriptures are so precious. These, These words are words from God, breathed out for you to silence the claims made by Satan. Through the Word, the Spirit points the bright light of the Gospel at Satan, revealing what he truly is and what he's attempting to do. So, you are Lutheran. Don't be ashamed. Be proud. Not because you're in the cool club, as true as that might be, but, (laughs) but because Jesus... Our only Savior is one to be proud of. To be Lutheran is not to, be de- is not to depend on Luther, but to depend on Christ and all He has done. The Reformation is still going. Enemies of the gospel are still trying to reform you away. But God promises, because of Christ and His Word, They won't be successful. You aren't being arrogant or hateful to be a Lutheran. You are actually standing on the rock that is Christ. This is what it means to be Lutheran. So be proud and be firm in your conviction. You are Lutherans and you have the bright light of the true gospel. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We hope you were blessed by today's Word of Hope. Hope Lutheran Church is located at 1345 Macon Street in Aurora, Colorado. Their weekly schedule is as follows. Sunday morning worship at 915, adult Bible class and youth Sunday school at 1045 a.m. On Tuesday mornings, there is a matin service at 830 a.m. with a Bible class to follow at 930 a.m. You can find out more about Hope Lutheran Church at www.hope-aurora.org. That's www.hope-aurora.org. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you in His grace.